Like yo, me. yo, I yo, promise. we is back. Uh, I believe this is episode about 25, 23, 20 something. You know what I'm saying? If you know, let us know. What's up, brother? Hey, D. No, I'm good, man. D, what's going on? How you doing? Um, My brother, I'm how good, you be? Brother. You be, though. I, man, I'm straight over here, brother. What's going yeah. on, Nigel? How you feeling, man? I'm I'm feeling real good, man. I told you I got that uh seasoned people um best sport, brother. I got that <laughs> Dara, what's up, sir? What up? Uh <laughs> The, the best vacation, you know what I'm saying? Back of the eyelids, you know what I mean? Brother, brother, the best movie, the best vacation. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, was, I was in it today, though, brother. I woke myself up. I was calling them hogs. I thought somebody, <laughs> thought, thought one of the dogs got out the kennel, bro. I'm like, what's what? Good evening, Miss Taylor. Good evening. D, blessed and highly favored. Hey, man. Okay, okay, Miss right. Doc. Amy Moley, how you doing, ma'am? What's how going you doing? on, sis? How you doing? Yeah, man. So, yeah, man. Yeah. So, we are doing episode two of the Not the Same podcast Bible study. We are talking about the power of worship, the power of worship, yeah. man. So, if you did not see the first episode, we did it two weeks ago. You can check it on YouTube. We will do a review because we don't want you to feel left out. You know, you may have missed it last, you know, last two weeks. We don't know what was going on. It might have been a holiday that week or something. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. Pierre, what's up, sir? What's up, what sir? What's up, Eli? But yeah, man. Uh, so we want to get into this, this, uh, the power of worship, man. Worship is so vital to the Christian life, man. And I tell you, man. Um, before we even get into it, I, 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 uh, I feel like using the preacher words. I adjure you to, <laughs> to practice it, man. You know, worship is not about <laughs> how well you sing. Worship is not about how well the beat is. Worship is about a connection with God. You get what I'm saying? And when you reach Amen. out to God, he will reach back to you. Matter of fact, he's always reaching. But a lot of times mm-hmm. we don't see it because we're not reaching. But one thing worship will do will bring you into what they call a secret place. <laughs> Every time I say something, I hear myself in my own mind saying, well, <laughs> right. I'm right. well in my own mm-hmm. self in my head because the Holy Spirit be moving. <laughs> but, yeah, man, look, he'll bring you to a secret place when you begin to worship him. And, you know, you may start off. uh yeah, my wife, he just text, say, don't forget to pray. We prayed in the background. Rob, give him another prayer right quick for everybody that's All watching. Right. Uh, let's go in right quick before I even. Yes, sir. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you yes. right now, Lord God, thanking you and praising you for this fellowship. We ask that you will Amen. open up every Thank heart, you, every ear, Lord God, to hear from you, Holy Spirit. Let us decrease so that you may increase in yes. us and have your way in this place. Way, give Lord. us the words to say. Give us, let us. See and I hear from you, Lord God, if yes, it's the Lord. direction you want us to go in. In Jesus' yeah. mighty and precious name, amen. Amen. So as I was saying, man, worship connects you with God. And sometimes you need to be quiet, be still, Mm -hmm. settle down and worship God. And before you know it, when you really connect, the biggest thug, the biggest gangster, you know what's going to happen? Them tears going to hit your face, fam. You know what I mean? 
Oh, yeah. Trust me. I had an encounter before before we even got started. Next thing I know, man, you start feeling like I'm not worthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you start feeling about how unworthy you are. And you think about how grateful you are yeah. that such an awesome and amazing God would choose you. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and, and you know, and you can make that personal because he chose you personally exactly. because he could have allowed you to stay out in the wilderness. He could have allowed you to never be saved. But he saw fit for you to be saved. You know, everybody that's watching, good evening, Miss Ward, how you doing? But, yeah, everybody who's watching, man, like, if you know God, he chose you. Dig it. You know what I mean? Like, he saw fit that for you to be saved, for you to be inside within his family, man. And that is such a awesome thing. Like, it's really mind-blowing, bro. Like, for real, man. Like, it's really mind-blowing that the creator of the world calls you family. Man, right, let that right. breathe, fam. Like he calls right. you family. He calls Rob family. He calls Rob my son. He look at right, him and say, right. "My son." He look at me and say, "My son." He see my sister Sharice and be like, "My daughter." Man, right. like, do, do y'all know how awesome that is? How ridiculously <laughs> amazing that is that the Creator of the world calls us daughter and son. Man, bro. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Rob, right. you got something, bro? Because I don't want to talk over you, man. I'm just, you know. No, nah, you, you're not, not talking, you're good, not talking over me, man. It, it's just one of them things whenever it hits you. Like and like yeah, you man. said, you can be riding down the street and just realize, like, man, I'm still here. And, yeah, Lord, man. you you love me. You know what I mean? And um, Despite anything that I've ever done, you know what I mean? Like, or in spite yeah. of anything I've ever done, like, you still love me. And that's an awesome feeling, man. A very, right. very awesome feeling. Man, it's like, so it's so yeah. humbling, man, because you, you, you can think about, your sin. Yep. And your sin today. Your sin 10 minutes ago. <laughs> your sin before you even start watching this show. And mm-hmm. he's so gracious. He loves you so much that you still breathe it. Bruh, that, that, man, that's, that's something, fam. That is something for real, man. Whew, Jesus. All right, man. Let's, let's get a recap, man. Cause I, 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 I just keep the vibe and just, just be gone. All right, man. So what we're talking about is the power of worship. And what we touched on, uh, let me get my brother straight right quick. There what we, we touched on uh, two weeks ago was, uh, the first of all, the definition of worship. Rob, let them people know what that is, brother. Yeah, so the Webster definition, to honor or show reverence for an, as a divine being or supernatural power, to mm-hmm. regard with great or extravagant respect, honor or devotion, a celebrity worship by her fans, to perform or take part in worship or an act of worship. Yeah. So that's the Webster's definition, which means just a non-biblical definition. The biblical definition says in Christianity, worship is the act of attributing the uh, reverent honor and homage to God. In the New Testament, various words are used to refer to the term worship. One is uh, proca. I know this word. I've heard it before when the preacher preacher get the saying prosoneo, I believe, but it means to worship other words, worship in another language. It means worship, which means to bow down to God or Kings. That's what people did when their kingly lands was, or like over overseas where people have Kings, you know, they bow down, they kiss the ring and all that. So worship is just being able to bow down, humble yourself to something greater than you. And something that's greater than you is the, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and our Father God. You know, we humble ourselves to him, right? And then we went to a, a few scriptures. We went to Exodus 4 and 31, First uh, Chronicles 16 and 29, Psalms 5 and 7, then Matthew 8 and 2. And then uh, 
I'm going to go through and just do the recaps. I'm not going to pull them up for this. Right, so right. Exodus 4 and 31. So here we see the people of God worshiping God because he was delivering them out of the bondage of slavery. Today we have many opportunities to worship God for what he has set us from. This kind of goes to what we were just talking about at the beginning of the show. You know, you find yourself just boohooing, ugly, ugly face crying. Because you right, think about right. what he delivered you from. When we worship uh, First Chronicles 16 and 29, when we worship God, we are giving God the glory for what he has done. We are coming before him in a very real sense. When you worship God, you are entering into his presence. You are coming to where he lives and giving him the gift that you have to offer. Man, you act like you would think that I read this before. I promise I didn't. I read this a couple of weeks ago. I did a refresher, but we was just talking about this. Literally, yep. that's the way the Holy Spirit yep. flows, man, for real. And then uh, next scripture we went to was Psalms 5 and 7. Rob, you can go with that one. Here, King David is committing to being a regular worshiper of God in his house because of the mercy God has shown him. He recognizes the importance of corporate worship where you gather with other believers to worship God. We need to worship God daily in our private lives, but we also need to worship God publicly with other believers. Both are a part of the Christian experience. Facts. All right, and then uh, we went to... Excuse me, my bad. These buttons work. Matthew 8 and 2. Go ahead with that one, brother. Um, unfortunately, it I can't see it over here yet. Okay. Here we see two things. One is that there is a correlation, at least between worship and healing. Many times we see people healed both emotionally and phys- physically during worship. The second is that if Jesus will accept the worship of an outcast like a leper, then he receives the worship from anyone. And we've all been the level yes. of outcast of a leper. We have all been worthy of hell, but God saw fit to uh, bring us into his kingdom like we talked about earlier. Right. Uh, also, this is what we're going to get into tonight. How do we worship God in spirit and in truth? And we're going to start with John 4, uh, 20 and 26, but we're actually going to start at the beginning of this whole scripture because uh, although we're talking about worship, it was something in this verse that was very very good uh so i'm gonna go to that brother so we're going to john 4 uh, i believe 7 through 26 about to push the wrong button what am i doing here we go all right so you said this is speaking of 7 through 26 yeah hold on one second brother uh hold on one second brother the guest audio Tripping. Yeah, it is. I don't know what happened with this. It was something on your end. Say something, bro. Check, check. All right, we back. We back. All right, so this, what we're speaking of is uh, the woman of Samaria. Uh, I'm going to go in. I'm going to start on this one, brother. Yeah, go for it. I'm pulling it up just so we're on the same page. So if it, if it does what it's I have it. I have the NASV on my phone. So if I'm looking down, folks, I'm reading it from the phone. Oh, good. So I'm ready for. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm ready for you. Whenever you, whenever you. All right, let's go, over. man. Let's go. We All right. Good. All right. The woman of Samaria. A woman of Samaria came and draw came to draw water. Jesus said to her, "Give me a drink." For his disciples had gone away to the city to buy food. So the Samaritan woman said to him, "How is it that you, though you are a Jew," are asking me for a drink, though I am a Samaritan woman. Racism was not a new thing. This was the Jews and the Samaritans was like gang gang against each other. They ain't mess with each other like that. Right. 
So that's kind of the background of it. That's why she's saying that. So she said, how is it that you, though you are a Jew, are asking me for a drink, though I am a Samaritan woman? For the Jews did not, do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus replied, if you knew the gift of God and who it, who it is saying, who it is, hold on, who it is, who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. So, and back, background, Jesus, this is Jesus basically swerving. <laughs> on somebody you know what Basically. i mean he just yeah hey look yeah. i'm god and look check me out i ain't i ain't risen up yet but recognize who i is young lady all right so he said right. uh verse 11 she said to him sir you have no bucket and the well is deep where then do you get this living water See, she don't even recognize who he is you are you are not greater than our father jacob are you who gave us the well this is jacob's well uh who gave us the well to drink drank of it uh, himself and his sons and his cattle. Jesus answered to her, answered and said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never be thirsty, or basically never be thirsty again, but the water that I give them will become a fountain of water springing up to, into eternal life, right? He's speaking of the life that he gives. Verse 15, the woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I would not be thirsty, nor uh, come all the way down to draw water. So she wanted eternal life and she don't want to walk to that well no more. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 uh, Savior, my feet hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? The women hit different back then. They had to walk a long distance with no cars. So and then now this, this is what I'm talking about. Jesus just swore on her, right? Sir, give me this water that I would not be thirsty, nor would I come all the way down here to draw the water. He said to her, well, go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said to Jesus, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have correctly said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands and one whom you now live with, basically, uh, is not your husband. And that was one of the moments where you were like, oh, <laughs> you ever heard a woman say, oh, <laughs> swerving. You know what I'm saying? Then Jesus said, the woman said, I mean, then the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive I perceive that you are a prophet. <laughs> hold up, hold up, Rob. Now he a prophet. After right. he, after he busted all the way out there. <laughs> and read all her mail, uh, right. put all her business there. Then you're like, oh yeah, I perceive that you are a prophet. Anyway, our fathers worship on this mountain. This is what I'm getting to for the study. But I just I just had to point that out right quick. This is what we're getting to for the study. Our our fathers worship on this mountain. Yet you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place that one must worship, saying like that specific place on the earth. Right. You got to worship right there. That's what the Jews say. Jesus said to her, believe me, uh, woman. I'm just saying, no, there is a, a comma. So believe me, he probably did like this, woman. <laughs> right, right. Believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain uh, nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know, we worship what we do know, because salvation is from the Jews. That, that is a biblical point. But a time is coming, even now has arrived, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such a people, the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. That's what I was getting to. Uh and then I finish it up. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming. He was called the Christ. When the one comes, he will declare all things to us. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one speaking to you. 
Now, if you read the Bible a lot, Jesus didn't reveal himself a whole lot. He didn't Not go just say, but he just had to let her know, no, I am he, the one. Right. You know what I mean? And now he read her her mail, and then she recognized, okay, I see that you a prophet. But then he got to the point of saying, those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. But the reason he said that was because she was emphasizing on this mountain, or let's say in Creed Court. You got to worship him over there. Right. And he's like, nah, the time is coming. And even so now, those that worship him will worship him in spirit and truth. Other words, the location don't matter. You worship him right where you at. That's what he was getting at, in spirit and truth. Spirit is like the the form, uh, is an example of the Holy Spirit. Truth is the word of God. So you must worship right. him through his spirit, through your spirit, uh, involving the Holy Spirit, and through the word of God, right? Right, uh, right. Go ahead, Rob. You got anything, bro? No, no, just um, kind of like what we pray tonight. You know, whenever yeah. um, CNC and I pray, we always say, Lord, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Because we know when we start off, like we're in the flesh. We don't, you don't walk around in the spirit. Like you, you want not to, but in, not all day. It's not going to be all day. You're going to fall mm -hmm. in the flesh. And when we start off, you know, we pray, but we want the Holy Spirit to come in so that he can give us the words to speak. So if you are listening and you're going through something, that's where that on-time word comes from. Yeah, yeah he's using C or myself as vessels, but at yeah. that particular time, that's the Holy Spirit using us as willing, submitted vessels mm -hmm. so that we can get that word through us. And and that's, you know, spirit and in truth, because we're giving it to you through his word. Absolutely. These verses, this is a background. We was doing commentary. I forgot to say that earlier. There was a commentary for each verse that we read. So we were giving our background thought and then the commentary thought as well. Excuse me. These verses are speaking about a woman asking Jesus about particular places that people normally worship. That's what I just said. Jesus is telling her that those places won't matter because we must worship him in spirit and truth. Uh, what does that mean? It means worshiping from your spirit because God is spirit and truth is the word of God. So worship him from your spirit and by and by saying and living his word. That's ways to worship him. Uh, We're going to go to next Romans. Uh, 12, 1, and 2. Uh, Rob, you got anything as I travel over those? No, no, I'm, I'm going right along with you, brother, just in case you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Romans 12, 1, and 2. Yeah. We are back. We are back. We're sorry. Caught a technical difficulty. Uh, I'm going to give a few more minutes for if anybody want to come back on with us. We apologize. We apologize. See if I can share this joint. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to do the same thing. Uh, gotta love computers, people. Sometimes they mess up. Turn this down. Oh, okay. I was wondering, I'm like, why am I hearing him feedback like that? It's because like I had my stuff. Uh, <laughs> Is my my problem. Let's see. If I click to you. All right. Well, brother, I think we All should right. just go in, man. Hopefully, everybody will come back. If not, if they, hopefully, yeah. catch the replay. Once again, we apologize. We had a technical difficulty, man. Just I don't know what it yep. was. I ain't gonna blame it on the devil. It was a one word. <laughs> It may not have been the devil, but it was some one word that was involved in that joint. 
brother. Somebody Lord. was out there tripping. Somebody's out there tripping, messing with our thing. But yeah, man, uh, we apologize. Thank you, D. D say I'm back. Appreciate you, sis, for hanging on, man. Uh hopefully everybody right, comes cool. back. If not, they don't, you know, we'll we'll keep you it moving. Keep it cute. Yeah, gotta keep it we'll pushing, keep it brother. They, they can catch the replay. So yeah, man. So we are on Romans 12, 1 and 2. One and two. Yeah. And we're speaking of uh, dedicated service. Uh, this is, I believe this is Paul talking to the Romans. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, uh, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the uh, the will the will of God that is good and acceptable and perfect. So, your holy sacrifice is a uh, which is your spiritual service, right? A worship. Mm-hmm. That's a part of being worshiping in spirit and truth. That's what I was talking about. Your uh, holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship, living yeah. holy. That's one yeah. of spiritual services. Trying uh, with all your strength, sc, okay. all your strength. To live holy. Once again, if you didn't, if you didn't know, we popped out. Unfortunately, we had a technical difficulty. I said difficulties, plural, but it's all good. But we're gonna keep it moving, like I said. But uh, we're talking about the power of worship, where and we are on Romans twelve verses one through two. And I read it again. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, present yourselves. Uh, thank you, Miss Ward, for coming back. Appreciate you, sis. Appreciate yeah, you. Yeah. Present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. We was talking about earlier, we must worship God in spirit and truth. One of the ways you worship him in spirit is worshiping from your Holy Spirit. Another way to worship him in spirit is presenting your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice. Now, you think about in the Old Testament when there was a living sacrifice, it basically took a goat or a ram or something like that, put it on the Mm -hmm. altar, split them in half, let the blood drip down. Sacrifice, burn them up, right? So right. a living sacrifice, you ain't going to kill yourself, no. but you can kill your flesh, so to speak, your spiritual, yeah. you know, the, the other side, your carnal self. You you present yourself as a living and holy sacrifice. What's holy about it? The holy part is the definition of holy. One, one of the main definitions of holy is being separate, right? But it's meaning separate from the world. So a living sacrifice, your living, not literally your skin, <laughs> just in case somebody take us wrong, and I know y'all already know that, but just in case somebody is watching, we ain't telling you to cut yourself, but you sacrifice your your flesh, and what I mean your flesh, like your carnal ways, sacrifice those things, put those things on the altar, and make a holy sacrifice, separate yourself. Other words, uh, a carnal thing is premarital sex. There we go. You know what I mean? And you just... Steady getting into premarital sex. Okay, that's carnal. That's not holy. Sex in marriage is holy, right? Premarital right. sex is unholy. Now, I'm not judging, and me and Rob always say this. No judgment, right? We ain't trying right. to judge nobody. Do what you do, but it's in the book, right? A sacrifice is saying, yo, I'm waiting to marriage because the book say that. So I'm going to give yeah. a spiritual sacrifice. I'm going to set that to aside. I know I got cravings, I got urges, I got things. And, you know, especially if you already did it, it's really hard because now you've tasted that sin, so to speak. But right. with that being said, that could be a living sacrifice. I'm going to sacrifice that thing 
for the good. <laughs> uh, boy, JB, judge them folks. <laughs> I feel you, JB. But, yeah, man, so that's a that's an example of a sacrifice. So, <laughs> and, and another one, gluttony, that could be a thing that you can yeah. put on the altar. All these things, you know, if you – a cigarette smoker, you know, it ain't gonna send you to hell, but you know, you can send them to the side. It can make your make your lungs black, though. Yeah, <laughs> blacker yeah. than this shirt that me and Rob got on. You know, things yeah, like that. Yeah. Putting those things on the altar to separate yourself from that to be able to get closer to God. So, right, that's what right. it's talking about. Once again, if you didn't see, this is Romans twelve one and two. And if you're coming in and you saw we got dropped out, it was because it was a computer issue. But we're back. And everyone that came back, thank you so much. We love y'all for that. Yeah, for real. definitely, definitely. Thank you so much. Cause y'all know that hurt our heart. It hurt our heart. <laughs> it hurt our heart so much to have that happen. All right, man, we're gonna move on to the. <laughs> y'all don't know how much it hurt our heart. And if it didn't, it wasn't hour. I knew it hurt mine. You know, I speak for my own self. I ain't gonna put Rob in there, but it hurt me. I ain't like that. I ain't like it. Miss Taylor, I was wondering what happened. Yeah, things happen. But thank y'all so much, man, for real. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, we appreciate y'all coming back, man. Y'all don't know how much that means to us. For real, for real. All right, the last part that we're going to get into before we uh, get up out of here. Sorry for the delay. Uh, God is good. Hallelujah all the time. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Kern. Definitely, definitely. Thank you. So another way how we worship God, and we will be going to Psalms 59, 16, and 17, and also 63, three through four, and then also Psalms 150. We'll be ending in a whole lot of Psalms, getting a whole lot of Psalms on, you know what I mean? So, let's, uh, let me find it right quick, Rob. Why I'm, t- I'm saying everybody go, but I ain't got that my own self, brother. What's up with that? I'm there, brother. I'm there. I'll wait yeah. till you pull it up, though. Yeah, yeah. I, you gonna tell me. Keep up, brother. Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> I got the real. I got the living. I got a real sword in my hand, brother. This yeah, right, right. No, no. Hey, this hey, brother, sword ain't gonna cut off. Won't he do it? That's what's wrong with you. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all, y'all folks? You know what I mean? So, uh, want to look at the tablets and not the you, book. You get look at the real book, you won't have nothing to cut off my hey, but everybody won't be able to see it anyway, man. But as for me, I will sing of your strength, yes, I will joyfully sing of your faithfulness in the morning, for you have been my refuge and a place of refuge on the day of my distress. My strength, I, I will sing praises to you, for God is my refuge, the God who shows me favor. This is an example of. This may not even been a full out song, but when you worship God and once you get into it, you'll create a whole song straight up. Yeah. Off key and everything. It don't even matter because it's a form of worship. That's one of the ways you can worship God is through song. It's one of the ways a lot of people can get kind of eased into it because they might not be comfortable with lifting their hands. You know, especially somebody that's new to the faith. Right. They not be comfortable. They looking at people. Why they you know why they crying? They don't understand all that. But right, once you right. just you go in, there's something about going some going in through something in faith before it even makes sense to you, right? right. You just go on and lift them hands, go on and start worshiping, and before you know it, you have a wet face. You know what I mean? Not because yeah, nobody yeah. spit on you. It could be if you go to a melanated church, could be because somebody spit on you. But it's probably gonna be because you're crying and because the, and a lot of times it's not about crying because you're hurting. It's crying because you feel overwhelmed by the goodness of his grace and the goodness mm-hmm. of his presence. You know what I mean? Uh, 
Miss Ward says facts. Uh, Terry says straight from heaven. It's an open heaven. Yes, ma'am. Yes, absolutely. It, it definitely, it definitely is. It's um, and if you don't know that you've done, everybody on here, if you got any type of church in you, you've done this mm -hmm. without realizing it. You go mm -hmm. through, and you put on church music. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I just need something to calm my nerves. I need to listen mm -hmm. to some gospel. Mm -hmm. That, believe it or not, you're actually worshiping in your time of in your time of need. You know what I'm saying? A place of refuge for the day of my distress. You're distressed and you put on gospel music. Mm -hmm. That's the Holy Spirit unctioning you. Like, okay, come to me. You may not realize it. Like something told me. Right. If you if you know God, if you yes. if you if you're born again and you saved and you know Jesus is your personal Lord and Savior, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit is telling you. If you yeah. know of God, God is telling you, hey, come here. You know, mm -hmm. come here, my come, come here, and 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 know me, and I can ease you and give you that peace. So we've yeah. all done. It. Yeah, man. We've all done it. We've all done it, and we all need to continue to do it. You know, and it the perfect time to worship is when you don't feel like it. <laughs> for real. Because it's not about a feeling. <laughs> and, it, right. and it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? I give an example right. like we were talking about earlier. Before we started this show, I took some time to worship. And brother, I did not feel like it. And mm -hmm. I was I was, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't have no bad day. I had a good day. And you know, I started, I had a great day, but I didn't feel it. I didn't feel nothing, but I kept doing it in faith. And, you know, sooner or later, like I was talking about, wet face. It happened, man. And it's like, okay, you start feeling like I am not worthy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do not deserve this. And you recognize how undeserving you are, but how, how much he thought you were deserving. And that mm -hmm. is such an awesome thing because you feel so undeserving. And he said, no, 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 you deserve this. This is for you. I, 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 let, I allowed my son to die so you can live. Bruh. Bruh, yeah. he deserved that worship for that type stuff, man. Um, go I ahead, just, bro. I, no, just the um, just the scripture in itself, man. Like, but as for me, I will sing of your strength. You know what I mean? Of his yeah. strength. So even when you yeah. don't feel like it, it's his strength that's gonna get you through. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and, and it, he's our refuge. Like, just these little things. The day of my distress, and then you mm -hmm. know, um singing for my strength like yeah god shows favor on me like even like he like c was saying even when we don't deserve it he still shows us like matchless favor like well right. god why you do this for me because it's like if anybody listening and you have kids mm -hmm. our kids get on our nerves mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm telling you i got kids with a z <laughs> them one words can get on my nerves yeah, you man. dig what i'm saying but it's something when they come and say dad i need you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That or you see them in need and you see a need that needs to be met. That is how God looks at us. Yeah. Like that need needs to be met. Yeah, you being hard headed, but here, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to move that mm -hmm. out the way to put you where you need to be. So yeah, yeah. I, I understand when you say tears on, on, on your face, brother. Like and it man. That's so much how awesome a God, I mean, mm -hmm. how much a father God is. You know, all yep. that love that you will have for your kids, how much more does God have for you? Man. Half for Rob, half for everybody that's on yeah. D and Terry and everybody that's on here, Sharice. How much more yeah. love does how much more fatherly love does God have for you, bruh? Sis. <laughs> Dog. And it's perfect. Man. And it's perfect because as, as earthly parents, we jack it up. Yeah. Not he, he, he he's not a man. Up. You he's know what I mean? He'll alive. never leave or he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And those Come are on, the bro. things that you have to remember, man. Like that's what worshiping in spirit and truth is knowing his word. When you are in worship yeah. and you quoting his word back to him, like yeah. his word does not return unto him void. So yes. 
if he's not a man that he should lie, stand yeah. on it. Um, mm-hmm. He'll never leave us no, nor forsake us. Stand, stand on, on it. it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, um, come to me who are a um, heavy burden and, and cast mm-hmm. your cares on me. Do that. And don't try right. to take it back. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's it's very important that you know that word, man. Like, we goof around a lot. We joke yeah. a lot. But it's only one weapon in this walk. And that's the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Go ahead. Absolutely. You know what? You know what's crazy? I just thought about this is how, you know, we think about, you know, okay, or somebody say, you know, say his word back to him. Like, why would you say that? You know, you know why? You know, he he know his word. Why are you saying that back to him? Think if and Rob, you can understand this. You got kids, right? What if your one of your sons said, you know, Dad, I can't say this out my mouth, but I'm gonna write you this letter, and he writes this letter. And he's like, you know, Dad, I love you, and a this, 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 this. How much you gonna treasure that, right? Or you write this letter to your son, and I, I just use uh, Devin. You know, Devin, you this, you this. I love you, son. This, this, this. This how you live your life. And then Devin comes to you and be like, Dad, you know, I read this, and you know, you told me this. You told, bro, what you gonna feel like if he remembered all that, right? So how much more with God? We come to him and like, yo, what you wrote to me. This is what you wrote about me. And I'm telling you this. I remember you said this about me. I remember you said this about me. And just like a father, God is looking at us like, oh, yeah. Let me come Let me, let me, me come and inhabit what he's talking about. Let me come and inhabit that praise. You know what I mean? Uh, Miss Winder says, I listened to that verse in no way. It ain't a secret that I'm far from perfect. I don't, uh, don't deserve it. And yet you love me despite it all and said I'm worth it. Hey, appreciate you, sis. Rob. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. Got, got, me here, got, me, got me over here um, spiritually blessing. That's going to be Got him over there showing right. dimples. Right. Showing dimples right. and stuff. You know Trying to mean? be deep. Got me spiritually <laughs> blessed and quoting the lyrics. Glory be, to God. Glory be to God. <laughs> and and there, there it went. Uh, wifey said, because the Lord tells us to put, his, put, a, put him in remembrance of his word. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Yep. Isaiah 43 and 20. Okay. Come come with the come through. Uh, okay. Baby. Come okay. with the come through. Okay. Okay. She flexing on him. No, right, what was thing, the uh what was the next scripture uh, we supposed to go to? Do you have it? Uh if not, I, I, I'll not. pull it back up. It's all good. I was trying to stay on the screen. That's when we're going to uh 63, uh 3 through 4. 63, 3 through 4. And uh let me slide over right quick. And 60, 61, 62, 63. Mm. All right. So it's the Psalm of David, and we're going three through four, but I'm going to start at one and go to four. Yeah. God, this is another example, example of worshiping God. God, you are my God. I shall be watching for you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and exhausted land where there is no water. So have I seen you in the sanctuary to see your power and glory because your favor is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. Listen, mm-hmm. one of the greatest signs of surrender is lifting your hands. I know I was talking about earlier, you know, when someone's new to the faith, they look, why are they lifting their hands and all that? Because like I say, when you get to worshiping him, worshiping him for real, them hands going up yeah, because no you doubt. feel you just start feeling unworthy. Of course you are worthy, but that's how you just you start. It don't, it don't make you. I guess I say it like this. It's not that you're less than. You just recognize what you ain't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You ain't all that great, and you and, and you feeling the presence of an almighty, awesome, Amen. miraculous 
magnificent king and you recognize you're just man and then you think about oh you're just a woman and you think about man he loves me he wants me you know what right, i'm saying right. and it's crazy and then you start making songs and uh psalms or saying things things like that because mm-hmm. it's like i don't know what to say i just gotta give i gotta give it to him i gotta give him this worship you know i gotta say these things to him go ahead bro um it's it's like somebody asked me why do you we lift our hands think about this in a natural sense yeah. whenever you got bank robbers or criminals when they come out they put their mm. hands up to show that they are not a threat mm. and they're surrendering to authorities yeah, you know man. what i mean and then the authorities yeah. come and and they jump down on them and they they tackle them and arrest them right, like right it's just right. the opposite in the, in the in the spirit world you're lifting your hands saying lord i surrender yeah. and if your heart if your hands is lifted and your heart's attached that's when he can come down on you and his spirit can fall on you. Right. And, um, and, and, and you, and you, you get that experience. Yeah, we man. always talk about relationship, not religion or, you know, experiencing God. Like a lot of people know of God, but when you yeah. truly experience God, that's when you, it's, it's, it's a, it's a high that you cannot explain. Absolutely. Like it, it's, it's the most beautiful thing. And, um, See, and I talked about this, and this is dealing with worship. When I went to Vegas and we had Sam on our show, um, the Holy Spirit hit hit the room. And the man of God laid hands on me, and yeah. as soon as it it hit me, and the next thing you know, I opened my mouth, and it was like rushing water. Yes, I do believe yeah. in speaking in tongues, and yes, I was. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And I heard everything that God was telling me, so mm. much so that when I went to Vegas, I went to Vegas with a burden. I left Vegas, and I'm free. You know Hallelujah. what I mean? And that's the Thank most you, beautiful thing that you can ever think of yes. is when the Holy Spirit touches you because you're in true worship, worshiping yeah. heaven and spirit and truth. Go ahead, see. Miss Taylor said being in the true presence of God is indescribable. Indescribable. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Lift up your hands and follow your knees. Sweet, sweet surrender. Absolutely. Yes. The, or, or if you get on your face, prostrate. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's that is man. Is it, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like nothing it. Like and, it. And you know, we'll probably do a Bible study on this one day. But there's a, there's a thing called the anointing. And yeah. when you sit, and it's not about a feeling, but it's a sensing. No. And when yes. you sense that, it's like ooh, child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For real. <laughs> it's like you, it, it's like what Miss Taylor's talking about. It's like you can't describe it. It's his presence. It's on you. It's this. It's like God's glory, and there's a weight of it, and you feel a weight of it. And I don't, I don't want to be too deep, but it's like a weight, and it's not. But it, the weight of it is not like so heavy. Like you feel like it's a weight of like oh, you know what I'm yep. saying. And yep. it's like, man, his presence is so amazing. So amazing. Ooh, child. All right, the next scripture we go into, uh, <laughs> Psalms 150. Brother, hey, this 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 son different, fam. This son different. Hey, we get all hey, deep. I... The devil didn't want this to happen. No. Computer nah. didn't want this to happen. Computer demon. <laughs> right. First it was the pixels, then it was the freeze, yeah. then you, you got all different all, the way all out. these all these weird forms, you know. What I'm all saying? these imps. <laughs> Give a second, I'm gonna go to uh Psalms 150, but uh Lord Jesus help us. Thank God for his all these, grace and all his mercy. these cyber imps. Cyber imps, you know what I'm saying? Cyber demons. Yeah, ain't no cyber demons. Shut up. All right, so That's Psalms 150, man. We're gonna read this whole Psalms. You know what I mean? Uh Miss Hold on, Miss Miss Taylor said I like this. That's why it's so important, so important to have the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, you can't 
understand. Come on now, Mr. Hey, Taylor. Can, can, can I come on, comment on that real quick? Of course. Of course. So ahead, check brother. this out. You got a lot of people who are biblical scholars. Oh, yeah. You know, they, and you got people who go to go to school for to be a scholar of biblical studies. Yes. And it, they can't understand it. Or when someone picks up the Bible and they always say the Bible contradicts, it is spiritually discerned. If you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, you're reading words. Absolutely. If you pick that Bible up trying to depict it, you can depict it because you're trying to lean to your own understanding, which mm-hmm. the Bible say don't do. So, Saran, that was perfect right there. Absolutely. The Bible is not read like it's not like reading Huckleberry Finn. This is not a novel. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? This is not a novel. There's no stories in it. There's some great stories in here, but this is not a novel. This is the word of God. This is God's will and testament for us. You know what I'm saying? Or as the super holy rollers, you say basic instructions before leaving earth. The Bible, a little acronym or whatever. (laughs) But it's that. You know what I'm saying? Like like D said. That's right. All right, man. Um, Psalms 150. Praise the Lord, exclamation point. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his uh praise him in his mighty expanse or size. Praise him in his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellence, excellent greatness. Praise him with a trumpet sound. Praise him with a harp and a lyre. Praise him with a tambourine and dancing. Praise him with stringed instruments and a flute. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Everything that has breath shall, shall praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is another example of praising him in music and song. It don't matter about the instruments. All, it named all kind of instruments. It right. had a lyre. I don't think lyrics exist no more. But it had all kind of instruments. It don't make a joyful noise. Praise the Lord. Everything that has breath, praise. Now, there is a dis- difference between worship and praise, but they're very similar. Praise is more... Uh, I can't think of the thing, but praise is more high. Yeah. Joy, thank you. Thank you. Worship is yeah. more intimate, solemn. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. they flow hand in hand. They flow next to each other. A lot of times you were starting praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, this. And then yeah. you like, then it switched to you have been so good. There is none like you. You know, it switches because as you get more in tune with him and more in line with him, it kind of, it goes to another level. Um, uh, Miss Terry says, asking God for all discernment and wisdom. Amen. Amen. It's and, uh, my wife it's says, uh, for my single people, do not despise this time. Some of my best times of worshiping the Lord was while single or while I was single. I was literally able to be naked before the Lord. No shame, not being concerned with a ton of other stuff going on. I was able to worship God and really focus on him and what he and what he was speaking to me. Marriage is holy and wonderful, but enjoy your time. With just you and the Lord. This is real. And hey, she is not real. lying. When me that's and my real. wife, give y'all a story. When me and my wife started dating, she had her own apartment. She was still going to college. She was going to a university. She had her own apartment by herself, a little small apartment. Very nice. And she was able to do that, you know. And it was one of my one of the things that made me greatly attracted to her. Above that, I thought she looked good. It was that, okay, my lady could go in for the Lord. Right. Right. And I needed somebody that can go in. I ain't need nobody just, when you get through being fine, can you get a prayer through, though? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, look, I need you to be fine, but I need you to, be able to get a prayer through. Because what if I'm going through something and I ain't got the strength? Amen. That I, see, y'all heard that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you get through being fine, can you get a prayer through? And we say that about each other. Miss uh, 
Miss Ward say I had right 35 years of that strong bonding time. Amen. It's very important. A lot of people, now some of us wasn't saved when you were single, you know, no shame in that neither. But for example, my wife and me and my wife, we were both saved while single. And we lived that, you know, one thing that helped me, and it's not a singles message, but one thing that helped me while I was single was being busy about what God wanted me to do. I was in a church and I was very busy doing stuff for the church and whatever the Lord had me to do because I was free. I don't, I didn't have a wife. I didn't have a spouse. So I needed to be uh, Johnny on the spot for the Lord. You know what I mean? When right, you have right, a spouse, right. you have kids, you have responsibilities. You can still be Johnny on the spot for the Lord, but you have a wife to take care of. You have kids to take care of. I'm not saying it's a bad thing because both of those and both of those states, you're supposed to be Johnny on the spot for the Lord. But when you're single, it's a whole lot easier to be Johnny on the spot because you ain't got no tie downs. Uh, let me see. Daryl says, so the Holy Spirit does not come right away. I don't mean to break subject, but I've been back and forth about it. I really, if I really have the Holy Spirit, some things in my life maybe feel I have it and some things I don't. The Holy Spirit, I'm going to let you say something on this too, Rob. Matter of fact, go ahead first, Rob. No, no, go ahead. You ready? Go ahead. Anybody that gets saved has the Holy Spirit. Now, I know what you're speaking of with the Holy Spirit when it comes to speaking in tongues. Everybody may not speak in tongues. Everybody is is available for anybody to speak in tongues. But everybody had the Holy Spirit. If you got saved, the Spirit of God is living in you. The Holy Spirit is living in you. And the Holy Spirit speaks to you if you are saved. Now, being filled with the Holy Spirit is a very good thing, but it's not a requirement for being saved. It's a very good thing. Matter of fact, it is an advantage because we'll just say this. It's a higher level of sensitivity. Let's say that. But yes. if you don't have, if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit in the, with the evidence of speaking the tongue, you have the Holy Spirit. And don't let nobody tell you you don't. You do have the Amen. Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is living in you. It is living in you. That is a different, um, uh, a different flow. Let's say that. Yeah. Speaking yeah. in tongues, that's a different flow. And it and anybody can have that different flow. But if you don't, it's nothing to hold your head down about and feel like you don't have the Holy Spirit. And I'm not saying Daryl was saying that, but I'm just no. speaking to that. Is that brother Daryl or anybody, if you have been saved, the Holy Spirit is in you and the Holy Spirit will speak to you. But there is the infilling of the Holy Spirit and he will fill you. And if you ask, there are scriptures to say that he will fill you. Yeah. And just yeah. go ahead, brother. Speaking on this for you, Daryl, this is what I'm going to tell you, man. Just like the when you get the Holy Spirit, the enemy going to tell you that ain't him. Mm-hmm. That ain't it. That's you. Mm-hmm. Then you talking to yourself. Anything mm-hmm. to discourage you. I want you to remember this, Daryl, and I'm talking to you, brother, like looking in the camera. Okay. The devil come to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to take away anything that you have as far as your relationship with the Lord, my dude. Yes. So yes. what I want you to understand is this. You have the Holy Spirit. You dig what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you, the Holy Spirit is in you. It don't mm-hmm. mean that you're not gonna make mistakes. That's another yes. thing the enemy try to tell you. The, yes. en- the enemy, um, the enemy will tell you that nah. If if you had the Holy Spirit, then why you do this? Mm-hmm. Why you pick up this? Mm-hmm. Why you do that? Why mm-hmm. you say this? Why you say that? Man, you human still. But this is the beauty Absolutely. of it. Absolutely, because because you have the Lord and you accept the Christ as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. you can simply do this. And I'm not talking about a conscious either. Lord, mm-hmm. forgive me. Help me. Mm-hmm. But anytime you do anything, the enemy going to mm-hmm. make you question whether or not the Holy Spirit is within you or not. And it's a trick from the enemy, bro. So yes. keep pressing. The fact that you on here shows Praise you the Holy God. Spirit. You know what I'm right. saying? It shows you the Holy Spirit 
you could have been anywhere. I know people anywhere. say this. You could have been anywhere tonight, but you yeah. came on, you asked your question, and yeah. we're just exposing the enemy for what he is, and that's a lie, brother. Yeah, you all the way filled with the Holy Spirit, bro. Absolutely. Don't ever forget that. <clears throat> now, let me say this. If you if you are desiring to be filled with the evidence of speaking in tongues, this is a big hang-up that happened to a whole lot of people. A lot. A whole lot of people. Let me tell you what the hang-up is, though. The hang-up is, is that I'm praying for him to fill me, and ain't nothing smack me and made me start speaking. Nothing's going to smack you and make you start speaking. It's your mouth. Right? It's your mouth. And everything, listen to me, everything we do as believers is by grace through faith. And what I mean by that is that grace is his power. Faith mm -hmm. is us. We got to believe. Right. Right. So even when it comes to being filled with the spirit, number one, if you do get if you ask for the Holy Spirit to be in you, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, the moment you asked, the Holy Spirit came, you open your mouth. Right now, I'm not pushing nobody to do this. I'm not saying this for Daryl, just Daryl, for anybody. This is what I'm saying. This is what happens. If somebody lay hands on you to be filled with the Holy Spirit and you go to a church, they'd be like, they be sitting there listening. OK, is you going to speak? And listen to how you speak. It ain't about how you speak. It's about you opening your mouth. You talk. And he will feel the Holy Spirit. They all spoke with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them the utterance. But right. listen to what I said. They all spoke with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave the utterance. You ain't got the utterance. But homeboy, homegirl, you going to have to speak. It ain't yeah. going to make sense. And the devil going to tell you, you sound stupid. You dumb. Yeah. You ain't got feel. Something wrong with you. You crazy. Ain't nobody doing that. Keep speaking. And eventually, the utterance comes. And eventually, the words start sounding different. And eventually, you'll start saying something. And it'll be like what Rob said. You get to speaking, and God will tell you exactly what you just said. Yep. And then you had interpreted yep. it yourself. And... Let me touch this. I know I'm, I'm trying to catch the time. And for everyone that says you can't be filled with the Holy Ghost without the evidence, without uh, confirmation for two or three people. Paul was talking to the church of Corinth. Yes. In the same correction where Paul was correcting the church of Corinth about people speaking all out of order because they were speaking all out of order and the service couldn't go on. So he checked them on it. He said, but I speak in tongues more than all of you. So I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I'm just saying, cause if someone, I'm not, I'm going to want to put no pressure on nobody to be filled with the Holy Ghost. But if you want to be filled, that gift is there for anybody, anybody It's not for special people. It's for anybody that ask It's gift is for anybody. And I was just want that to be known because the devil don't want you to have that super religious over doctrinally folks don't want you to have that. Yeah. And your own flesh don't want you to have that. Right. Let me tell you something. Right. It ain't a requirement to be saved, but I will say this, though, fam. I will say this. Stuff hit different when you get filled <laughs> with that evidence. Now, you feel if you got saved, but let me tell you, stuff hit different when you get filled with that evidence. I'm just saying. It do. The when enemy don't different. even know how to attack. He can't understand it. It's a powerful thing. don't know thing. what's going on. Yeah, but listen, no hate to anybody, man, because I know we one thing we've told y'all about when it comes to uh, our Bible study, right? We never want to push 
any doctrine on anybody. Amen. But I will say this though, this is the word of God. The, 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 the thought and the understanding of speaking in tongues came from the word of God. It didn't come from nowhere else. So I'm not pushing nobody to do it, but because our brother opened that door, that's why we saying it. So if you want to be filled, Hey, God will fill you. And you, I'm 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 gonna say this and then you know we'll wrap this up, just to help anybody that feel like okay I pray for the God to fill me and you start praying, right? I'm gonna give you something in the natural. You'll start sensing something strong in your spirit. Your spirit man like end up being around this area. I don't know why, but when when you sensing something in the spirit, you kind of sense it in the, in your innermost part, right? And a lot of times when you God is willing to fear you because he's always willing to fear you. But when God is filling you and you say you're in a service, you feel so full and your words don't work no more. Right. God, you're awesome. And all that. And you're like, mm, mm. that's the Holy Spirit trying to get out. You got to open your mouth, though. You got to say it. And you're like, am I saying it right? It ain't it ain't about right. It's about right, speaking. Yeah. He give the utterance. Yeah. So I'm going to say that. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Rob. No, nah, hey. hey. <laughs> you know, ain't nothing else to say after that, brother. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I never, you know, it's important. You know, me and Rob are both uh, from that point, and I, I, I would say this again: we never want to push our personal things on you. And we took that latitude because our brother Dara asked that question. But yep. you know, as for worship, man, worship is a vital thing. <clears throat> and if you a person, a lot of times in worship, tongues may come out. It's just it's a it, it all it's all the same flow, and uh, it's nothing to be intimidated about. You know, it's nothing to be scared of. God is awesome. The Holy Spirit will pray for you when you don't know what to pray. Come on, uh, Sharon, True. for real, that's real. You I know think what I'm one of the, the biggest things that you said today, man, um, you got to open your mouth. Like when we going through some of the scriptures mm-hmm. that we read tonight. Notice it was when I was in my distress, when I was going right. through, it was like right. at their weakest points, right. but they opened their mouth to praise God. Like that's yes. something that I got from tonight. You know what I mean? As far as that, that stuck out more than anything. Cause yeah. people will say, well, man, I haven't prayed in, in weeks. Well, that's why you feeling down and out. You, mm-hmm. you not in communion. You're not in um communication with headquarters. What you, you don't what know you what doing? to do. Right. <laughs> right. So, if you feeling down there, I just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Read those scriptures that um see that, that that the Holy Spirit gave see tonight. Read those scriptures and Psalms. Them folks, it was praise, but they were in distress asking right. for praise. They were right. remembering God bringing them out of their their, their lowest right. points. You know what I right. mean? So I, that that's that's big, man. That's big. And you think about David coming on with Goliath. You know he had this battle with Goliath, right? And when David saw Goliath, this giant, literal giant, not figurative, but a lot of people use it in a figurative way. When David saw this giant, he came running to him. He said, uh, basically, the same God that delivered me from the hand of the bear, the same God that delivered me from the hand of the lion will deliver me from this uncircumcised Philistine. Basically, he's remembering what God has done for him, mm-hmm. gives him the courage to take on what's coming ahead of him which was this giant or for example, in our lives, remembering what God has done to give us the courage to deal with what we're being faced with now, whether it's a job is a, a marriage situation or problem or whatever, you know, or our, our internet cutting out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Remembering right. what God has done, you know, cause 
and make it real natural. I'm like, Lord Jesus, you know, maybe nobody will come back. Thank God. Everybody kept even more than what was here before. That's right. God. Thank you, Jesus. But right. those type things, remembering what he has done will give you strength to deal with what you're going through now. Um, <clears throat> Rob, would you mind, man, to lead people in the uh, salvation? Yeah, so if you, don't, if, you don't, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, yes. um, I, everybody has formats on how you do it, but it's real yeah. simple. You can just repeat it after me. Lord, I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die yes. for me. And that he died for my sins and rose on the third day so that I may have everlasting life. Yes. Lord, I repent. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Fill me with your precious spirit, O oh Lord. Yes. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. It's, Lord, look, um, this is what I'm going to say. If you ever heard the sinner's prayer, you're asking God to come. You're, you're first of all, you're asking for forgiveness. You're repenting and you're asking God to forgive me for my sins mm -hmm. that I've done. And you're saying you're confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that Jesus died and he rose on the third day. If he didn't rise on that third day, we would still be sacrificing those goats and lambs as he mentioned. But he was the ultimate sacrifice. And I need y'all to remember that. So you don't have to keep going back and back, back and forth, back. And once you repent, God has forgiven it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's something that y'all need to re remember. It goes in the sea of forgetfulness to Daryl, to anybody, to myself. When you get convicted and the enemy is tricking you, God forgot it. The only person that brings up your past is the enemy or yourself. And it's because the enemy is in your, in your mind. If you've accepted Christ as your personal Lord and savior, the Bible yeah. says you are a new creation. You know what I mean? So now you go back to Romans, what C was saying earlier, and mm -hmm. you renew your mind daily. You have to get in your word more than just every other Tuesday of you tuning in with us. More yeah. than just on Sunday mornings, if you, you go to church on Sundays or, or, or a midweek Bible study, you have to get in. You have to renew your mind daily because all this trash comes in and that's where the doubt comes in at. So. If you accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, welcome to the kingdom. If you've already done that, yeah. you don't have to keep going back, giving your life to Christ. You've already done it once. Right. Repent. Get back up. Shake the dust <coughs> off and get back to your mission, man. Like, that. that's simple. Like, you don't have to keep over and over and over and over asking God to come. He did it the first time, even if you Amen. don't feel like it. He did Amen. it the first time. You're yeah. saved. Repent. Yeah. Move on. Go ahead, C. And for those of you, because uh, thank God for our brother Daryl asked this question, but he gave us latitude for this. If you are someone, and there's no pressure, if you're someone that's wanting to be filled with the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Just as much as we just said, ask God to come into your heart the same way you say, God, I want to be filled with your Holy Spirit. I want to I wanna experience, experience you in that way, right? And you have to believe that when you ask, receive you receive right mm -hmm. that's in the bible also i want to go to a scripture that i mentioned because I, I like for people to see what i was saying so he said so if you despise being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will the heavenly father give the holy spirit to those who ask them now let me go up a little bit before that now this one uh this wasn't the, the subject for tonight but number 10 uh luke eleven ten. for everyone who asks receives and the one who who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, it will be open. Now, which one of your fathers will ask his son for a fish, and instead uh, will give him a snake, or will he ask for an egg, and his father give him a scorpion? So, if you 
despite being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more would a heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask them? The way of being filled with the Holy Spirit is not getting in a line, but it can happen in a line. Not saying it can't happen in a line. It's not you having this uh, uh, fallout experience. It's not about that. It's about asking. And it's about you believing and taking a step yep. of faith. Amen. Everything is that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, forgetting those things behind and press forward towards the mark of the prize of the high. This is what we do. Forget those, those, those things that are behind and we press. The Christian right. life is so much about pressing. It's about faith. One thing, faith without works is dead, right? It ain't about works. But you show your faith by what you do. Like, I can show Rob how I have faith in him. I can say, bro, I got faith in you. I believe in you. But he never know I believe him. But if I go and be like, yo, bro, or I can say, bro, I love you. You my brother. I got your back. For Rob's birthday, I bought Rob. I gave him some shoes, right? I gave him shoes that I would wear, something I like, that I really wanted to get. But I could tell that brother all day I love him. You my boy. You my homie. I love you. I love you. But that brother know it hit different one. Okay, my brother, my brother did this for me. You see what I'm saying? Faith without works is dead. So I, I know we had to say this, but you got to do something. So when it comes to asking God to fill you with the Holy Spirit, ask him and he can fill you right now. Listen, I ain't laying hands on nobody. Ain't nobody here but me and my wife. She already filled. But if you want to be filled, ask the God. Holy God, you can say, God, I want this new experience with you. I want to be filled with your Holy Spirit. Lord, fill me with your presence. I receive the Holy Spirit. And then go open your mouth. And yep. you're going to sound like a baby. Don't get yep. discouraged. You're going to sound like a baby. Trust me. There, there's a lot of, there's some people that hit them and they come out sound like full-grown adults. Speaking sound like Fluid Italian. <laughs> but most of, most people are going to come out just like a baby. It's going to sound like a baby. But don't quit and don't give up. And God will continue. You will mature in your language and things will get better. Now, this is no pressing thing. But because, like I said, my brother gave that door, we wanted to just open that up for you because we are two brothers that have been filled with the Holy Ghost. And it changed our lives. Trust me. Amen. But this is not nothing that you have to do to be saved. But you're going to have to be saved to receive that. This is a gift for post-salvation. After you've been saved, after you've been saved, then you can get this gift. If you ain't been saved, you ain't, I don't know what time you speaking in. You just speaking. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, man, we appreciate y'all so much, man. This is, y'all don't know how much this blessed us for all y'all to come back, man, because of our group, I am the one that very, very, very much is concerned about the appearance of the way we appear, not like how fresh we are, but how well we are presented, how good the stream is, how good the camera is. And that, that hurt my heart for it to go away because, you know, I felt like me and Rob was flowing and then it cut out. But thank God that all y'all come out, came back. So bless y'all. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much. It even flowed better, brother. Now I'm just saying that when we right, came it back, next it, was, level. It, was, it was better than ever. So, Bruh, hey, nah, you more than welcome. You more than welcome, Daryl, man. So, Thank you, Jesus, man. Once again, thank all y'all for coming on. That was uh, the power of worship. Uh, we'll be back in another week, in, uh, week after next with a new Bible study. I believe Rob told me he got something already. But uh, yeah, with a whole other Bible study, we'll go in, and then, you know, we'll see where the Lord leads us on that. Uh, so, yeah. anyway, I thank y'all. I can't, I can't do it enough. Thank y'all so much for hanging in there with us. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a sports show. We'll have a, a guest debater in, Miss C. I'm going to give her last name, Monroe. Miss C. Monroe. Yeah. Uh, that'll be helping us tomorrow for the sports show. 
and we'll be back Talk on Thursday you. with a guest with a man highlight reel. So we got a lot of stuff uh, coming this week. So be back with us tomorrow night at six o'clock. And I am Robert Dean. I mean, I am not Robert Dean. I'm C. Micah. I'm I got that Robert feeling, brother. Dean. And uh, Rob, you got anything before we get up out of hey. here, brother? Hey. <laughs> Y'all make sure y'all tune in to, um, yeah. tomorrow and Thursday, man. We got some good shows coming up. Sports tomorrow, regular show on Thursday. Tune yeah. in. We'll see y'all then. We'll see y'all <laughs> then, man. We out. Love y'all.